We <laughs> kind of know it's a show where we kind of know we kind of know it's a show where we kind of know kind of know kind of know thank you come on down Yo, how's it going? Hey. Coming at you live. You might be wondering, is this We Kind of Know episode different, Kyle? Well, it is. We're creating a really just an inviting atmosphere this episode. We you were, were tired of sitting in this studio where... You, who owns a it's studio? It's stuffy. It's uninteresting. Man, this is really... This is like I a, can breathe finally. Yeah, this is really... Oh. This is like a honeymoon suite kind of thing. Come with us on our sleepover. Yeah, we're gonna honestly, talk about like stuff. we're just like the power couple that's running. We're running some kind of business, and then you can be like the little dog that curls up you right here, and up. then we know we just gotta go at you like. And we can like, pet you all you want. Dude. All we want. <laughs> Mutual rights, am I right? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. If you're going, well, we're just gonna talk about stuff today, I suppose. And that's what I'm agreeing with. I mean, I think so. All right. So what well, have you been doing recently, Kyle? Just turned 18 moments ago. Moments ago. It and, is uh, literally November 30th. You know, I just want to give moments a... ago. Let, let's take a moment. I just want to give a really, really quick birthday speech real fast. I just want to say... Uh, I want to say congratulations to all the people at home. And I want to say you're welcome. Um, Really just uh, gracious for me to be here. And... Uh, I'm thankful to be allowed here. And, um, well, Kyle, I got to uh, say a speech, too. When, if you, done, when right? you guys, you know, I'm no, I know you guys are going to be sending me thank yous, and uh, I'll, I'll have to accept them. And gifts, and uh, really anything you have. Um, and just again, I really want to reiterate the, the congratulations part to you, the audience, and you're welcome. Amen. Well, Kyle, I'm glad you are finally an adult male, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a man. I've known you since you were 14, probably. Just a little rat. Just a little rat. A little sneaky little sniffing rat. Yeah, I'll take your cheese on you. I extract you. And Kyle, mm-hmm. you are a good boy. Well, thanks. You make You make life more interesting and cooler. Well, you know, I'm like a, th- I'm like 3D glasses. You're like 3D glasses. Once you get them on, because everything out there is technically the same, but here is where it's different. One, once you get them on, it's just kind of uncomfortable, and you're just waiting for. The... Kyle's like a throw pillow that no one wants. You find him at Goodwill. I'm like, I'm like 3D. I'm like 3D glasses. You put them on, and it's like, man, this is this movie is great. But the second you're out of the movie, it's like it's terrible. All right. <laughs> You think why isn't it working? Oh, it's Life's over. I'm like a boomerang <laughs> that won't stop coming back. <laughs> exactly. It's cool, but yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, do we really have to always have it every you know, day? That's ex- it's like exhausting. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am alone. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been doing, dude? Oh, after you turned you eighteen. Know. Uh, gonna you know win the lottery first off um how are you gonna do that with money mostly buying scratch offs or taking them from people taking them well if they're slow we could do that you know it's it's legal 
could do it. You can steal scratch offs. You can steal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is what old Abe would say. Yeah, consent is optional anyway. That's what I live by. Yeah, that's what I live by. <laughs> Everything's an option. It's the code. Everything's an option. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the core of it and you're digging through the rough and the stuff and you get to the grit and the, and the, and the meat. Here, just you... go off on a rhyme for a while. It's just like kind of rap for when a you, when you When you brush off the, the gruff and the stuff and you get right to the meat and it's packing the heat and you take a bite and you see the, just the mite of your jaw just raw ripping right up and you say, that's what's up. Because when I get to the goods, I know what I shoulds. What yeah. shoulds I be doing? Oh, I'm just busy screwing, <laughs> screwing her up. Screwing and around. Screwing around. I'm jumping up and I'm falling down. I hit the spot and I get shot. And I say, man, didn't like that a lot. So the cop comes in and he says, hey, son, I'm going to tell you right now that you're done. And he throws the cuffs around my wrist and then he ties up my extra fist. <laughs> and then I'm stuck in the back of the car and he says, boy, you're going far. Connor, he drives me to jail and he ties when, me right um, up and he says, boy, now that's what's up. Whip. Were you there when Samuel and I were cuffed together? No. A couple of years ago, Samuel and I, you know, we were hanging out with some people, mm-hmm. and then we got our handcuff. I got one on, and he had one on. And then we went to a gas station, mm-hmm. and uh, the lady there two was. Different sets. You guys were both just handcuffed. No, we each had one, yeah. and we went into the gas station, and the lady was like, "Oh boy, these boys are being strange." These are weird and, I, times. and we were like, <laughs> "Yeah, lady, these uh, are weird times." <laughs> These are weird times. They require handcuffs, lady. You don't understand. Well, and yeah. We I've got been back, in... and uh, it, it was just a good I've dealt time. with that before. I'll be straight up. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing with myself too much, so it had to lock me up. I got the hots for tots. So. Even they thought I was going too far. <laughs> well, Kyle, I'm glad you're 18. I am, too. It's pretty cool. Can't wait to buy a gun. Bang. Shoot something. Bang. I am actually, I'm buying a, a Mosin Nagant because uh, I, 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 I feel like it's very symbolic. Uh, I have a very strange reason for getting it, which is that um, uh, I, I have a, like a pseudo plan. It's not really real, but at the same time it could be for when the world ends. And uh, I feel like I'm going to need to yeah, just blast sort it sort of laid out. Yeah, I mean, I have a rough idea for it. I feel like when it starts up, then, you know, it just, everything comes naturally. Do you guys believe in global warming? Do we believe in global warming? Well, I actually um, am taking a geology class. and yeah, I don't they, care about <laughs> But it's interesting. It's, um, I learned finally, like, how they were able to measure temperature in the past. The so, yeah, they had the thermostats. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually really cool. So what they do is they... Um, well, first of all, when ice, you know, forms, as in when water freezes, mm-hmm. there is some oxygen in there that was in the air at the time. And you're able to measure the amount, like the temperature, because there's a strong correlation between the kind of oxygen mm-hmm. that's in the water, between the temperature and that kind of oxygen presence. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they get, <clears throat> is they get ice cores from Antarctica. And the level determines the year, like 40,000 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they take out the air bubbles that are in there. And based on this certain type of oxygen being present, 
they're able to determine the temperature of the air. So it's pretty indirect, but it's probably right. Maybe not, though. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It could be. It could be right. But then again. Those scientists, they think they know what they're talking about. Every and couple maybe we, they do. Every couple of years, they prove the last scientist before was a dummy. Yeah, he proved them wrong. Turns out, we're the right ones. Mm-hmm. But the, the reason why I'm getting the Mosin is because uh, Russia made them. And uh, I feel like if anybody has the right to be paranoid about the government, it's the Russians. You know. And then us Americans, well, we just are upset. Yeah, there were a lot and of, I, a lot more deaths in Soviet Union than mm-hmm. in Germany. And the government, the government did them all. They were out there. Stalin was balling, and he those people falling. were, and those people were falling. It wasn't good. It was uh, really bad. Actually. Hearts out to it's the tot and hearts out schools. to those uh, people though. Seriously, wherever you are, they're dead. Well, they are. <laughs> well wherever they are, um, and. Uh, I don't know. It was it was made during that era, and it's been used by like freedom fighters and stuff, and it's very reliable. Oh, freedom. And um, I don't know. I feel like I can really just use it right up. And then also, it's um, Russia has an embargo, so that you can't ship them over to America anymore. So now they're like super expensive, and I feel like it's kind of just like a metaphor for Russia's and America's relationship as a whole, and also for. Um, the paranoia of people against the government all at once well, in this little piece paranoia of, of the metal and wood. Taking over is necessary because it, government does go bad after after a while. Well, you know? Yeah, it's gotta. It's gotta. Because the thing is, people, people are bad. People suck. That's the truth. And if the right people, or should I say the wrong people, mm-hmm. get in power, it can go bad. That's why I want to be in power. <laughs> because I'll write every wrong. I'll write it seriously. Look, every single wrong. Wasn't it Lincoln's quote to uh, uh, "You want to see the metal of a man, He's give him dead, power." So <laughs> that is true. He's yeah. dead. So should we really listen to what he? And had then to say? they replaced him in um, Planet of the Apes when they come back to uh, America from with the future. Ape. They replaced him with Ape Lincoln. With Ape Lincoln, who I actually have him tattooed on me. Have you seen my Ape Lincoln tattoo? I haven't seen it. Here. Guys, you're not going to believe this, but he has an Ape Lincoln tattoo. Right in the house. It's right there. So let's talk about something that... Well, okay, first of all, is, what? just what have you been doing? What just have I been what doing? What have you been up to? What's, you, what's your life been, man? What's your life been? What's, you, what's, what's, you, what's, you, what's, you, what's your life been? It's been a lot of me just like, I don't know, sitting around, getting like weird anxiety all the time. Yeah. Just freaked out. I don't know. I don't I my schoolwork is so I don't know. I like I know that I can get it all done easily, but there's just such a like I'm always running to have like comfort. So, well With the second me? yeah. The second that I'm doing schoolwork, I'm always just like I don't know, I feel trapped and I got to get out of there. And the second that I'm out of there, it's like I know I should be doing school right now, but I can't bring myself to do it it's all it's like procrastination but at the same time it's more like a cycle yeah it's like desperation to get out of there because it's not even like like i will go out and i will work at other stuff i'm not like lazy completely but when it comes to that stuff it's just like there's a weird i don't know i feel like being like a little magnet and it's pushing away from me 
And then, like, the deadline of, like, you have to get it done by this day. <clears throat> that's just, like, the wall. And then eventually I can't go anywhere else, and then it gets me. And then it's like, all right, I got to get it done. Get it done. I don't know. I felt like I cared a lot more about my grades last year, but now I'm doing this program. But it's obvious that, like, later on and whatever I do for my career, that what I'm learning right now I'm definitely not going to be doing. So it's so difficult to just, like – to care enough to actually yeah definitely i don't know and, and it's also like there's so much stuff going on in my life right now that having this deterrent because really what it is it's just like a huge weight around me it's all of my time dedicated to this thing that i just want to get away from as quickly as possible and it's really just i don't know it's screwing with me yeah. and i i feel that same way with so many kids that i know uh, who are in high school and in college i just want to be done with it yeah I don't. I just wish that the education system was more like comfortable. Yeah. Because you have to you have to push yourself to be able to have like competition. Yeah. From people later on, but, but at the same time, it's also like, the whole point of the university and school in general is just to learn a lot about the world in general. That was the original point. Yeah. Nowadays, it's been more specialized into doing into learning your craft yeah well which i just was not I really the original point but yeah. it's certainly useful for that because i, I, I really used to go to university like because well. there wasn't the public education system back in the you know 14 to whatever 1800s mm-hmm. it was just when you got a certain age and you were mature enough you just went on to university and learned about science and stuff and it wasn't to get a job you know yeah. turning it into that kind of thing is weird and we yeah. certainly have to learn a lot more than definitely. It's almost a 100% guarantee that you will not find about 60% of it or so interesting. Or at yeah. least even like worth thinking about. I feel that way about geology right now. It's um, it's not interesting enough. And so I just sort of do well enough to where I don't, I get like 85% or something on the tests and stuff. And I'm just, I don't care. It's so pointless. It's like, yeah. that rock is green. That rock is yellow. Yeah, I do feel like my learning is so stunted. Like, it's it's whenever it's like when I want to learn something, then it comes so easily because mm-hmm. it's me actually pursuing it. Like, pr- pr- like, you don't even really need colleges anymore. Because I feel you like... You can learn it. The information it, yeah. is out there. If you want to learn anything... If you just apply it yourself to it enough, then you'll learn it. You'll do it. Uh, but a big problem with me as well, well is just like I haven't been exposed to enough stuff to know what I want to do. Yeah. So everything That's that I. That's another point. Yeah. It's like. Shotgunning it too. Yeah. I don't apply myself well enough to do as good as I could, but I'm good at everything that I do. I just don't like doing any of it. Mm-hmm. If you try and you only really want to try it. Yeah. And yeah, then all the stuff I that I, all the stuff that I enjoy doing. I feel doing that is like, for sure, bro. Bro, I got you. Bro, Where I you feel at? It. I Where feel are it. you at, brother? Gamers rise up. Stand up. Anyone? Get up off the ground. Stand. Gamers, get up. Stand up. Stand up. Come on. Stand up. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. I know you're out there. Uh, yeah. I be feeling it. Yeah, I know what you mean. And um, because I mean, if you think about it, that was sort of every um specialization or whatever you know major or minor at some point it was just someone sort of figuring it out you know and especially now with the internet the information is there you just Mm -hmm. sort of have to i feel like i'm going to be one of the people who's going to figure something out there's more to figure out dude a lot more yeah 
And then, I don't know, what else have I been You know doing? what I'm going to figure out? Just chilling out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure out how to make epic music. Epic. It's going to be my thing, dude. It's going to be good. So that's what you've been doing then? School has been not very epic for you? No, not at all. Okay. It's just so like... Well... It, it's stopping me from doing everything that is epic. Right. And I feel like right now my my life is in like such a weird time. Cause I, I feel like I'm trans I'm, I have a new fear. Uh, my fear for a long time, the, like the big thing I was scared of was that the people I know would become strangers to me. I don't know you anymore. I don't know you anymore. Who are you? Cause there've Get been away. time. There's been times like I would go to college and I'd see a person I know and we'd look right at each other and they would walk by me and not say anything. And that maybe would they s- thought the same about you. Maybe, but I, I would be like, yo. And they'd be like, mm. hello. Hi. But that, stuff like that, that stuck with me for a really long time. It freaked me out because it happened before. I had so many friends who had moved away or stuff. And then I had like a two-year period where I was just like at home. And that was just. When was that? Uh, before like, like 12 and 13. Hmm. I was just by myself at home pretty much every day. And then you met Sawyer. Well, I met Sammy. Sammy, Hammy, Sammy, Jamie. And then, you know. And then everyone else came along. Yeah. Some cool, some not. Some some good, some Some people bad. you started making videos with. Some of them. Remember that first video? Super fight? <laughs> no, parkour. No, that was, that was me and Samuel and Sawyer. I thought it was parkour. Oh, maybe it was super fight. It was super, super fight. That was funny. <laughs> it was stupid. I How did it even open up? I forgot, like, oh, what even happened. Samuel was on top of the building running. And then oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, get down from there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And then it starts shooting, and we get in the stupid chase. And I'm literally behind him, like, shooting at him. Yeah. I'm one foot away, and <laughs> it still don't hit him. Yeah. And then at the very end, I'm like, what did I say again at the very end before I shot him? I got you now. Yeah, I got you now. And then I have a... Wasted. Yeah, GTA. Yeah. That was funny. I, I, Stupid, but pretty funny. I I have actually like here. This, the link is right here. <laughs> I have um for this summer. I have like vivid plans of what I want to do that I'm just so excited for. The summer coming up. The summer coming up. I have one. I have one. I have like an actual like dream that I want to attain and I'm going to do. What is it, man? I want to just one day wake up and it'd be like I come outside and I'm like. What's going on out Hey, here? baby, look at you, nature. Ooh, what's going on? Trees and bees and birds and bugs. Ooh. Little creatures, little slugs. Make me and all I come out crazy. Making me act all freaky. Uh, I always find a step outside and feel, I want to feel that sweet sun wash over me. Like electric air flowing through the sky. And I go... <laughs> and then uh, I want to hop on my, my bike... I want to hop on my motorcycle. my motorcycle, and then I just want to cruise. I want to easy cruise out on the highway. Be going like forty five. On the highway. Forty five. Forty five. Well, on only the to, only to that little turn because it's I'm not going on there for very long. It's like a couple seconds. I'm gonna be on there till like forty five. Turn in, and then I'm gonna be uh, going down those little windy roads in the town. Going like the long thirty. Winding road, the winding road, dude. The winding road, and I'll be going like thirty down there. And then I just want to get into town, go to the park. I want to just park my bike right there, take out the key lever right there. And then I have a backpack, and I'll have my two saddlebags. And I take them out, and I have very specific things in them. And one, I got a little cooler with some ice and some Capri Suns floating around. And the other one, 
I have a little. Uh, How big is the the what the package? What's it called? Saddlebag. Yeah. How big is the saddlebag? About like um, I don't know. That big. Okay. Yeah, so like good. a little cooler. Pretty good size. Uh, so I'll have those in there. I take them out. I got my little cooler, and then in the other one, I've got a work blanket, which like they used to like. Uh, they lay down, like, move stuff, or if you're working on cars. They call moving blanket. Yeah, moving blanket. Um, and then I got a backpack, and in there I have one of those uh, little hammock things that's, like, temporary. You just, like, wrap it around a tree and tie it off. Mm. And then I've got um, a, a Bluetooth 80s retro jukebox, or not, uh, boombox thing. So it, lo- it looks like a boombox from the 80s, but it has, like, Bluetooth on it, so it's all modern. And then I just want to find a spot in the park, and then I just want to lay out the blanket flat, set up the hammock. I want to set down my little cooler thing, and then I want to take out a little Capri Sun, and then I just want to sit and listen to the music with my shades, rock back and forth in the sun, and just watch the cars go by and kids run around and stuff. And then I just want to sit and sing along to the music, not too loud, but just enough that I can like hear it and then be able to sing to it comfortably. And then just sit there for like four hours and not do anything. You're only doing that once this next summer, or are you gonna do it multiple times? I don't know. <clears throat> Whatever. But I know I want to do it at least once. All right. I that is like my, I don't know. That just feels so. Well, let us know perfect. how that goes. I'll let you know. Sounds like a good wholesome time. Very feasible. It sounds very feasible. <laughs> that's my that's my dream, dude. Yeah, that sounds like a good. <laughs> sounds like a good day. Taking your bike and cruised. Yeah, there are certain certain dreams that I have as well. Like, after I've worked as a computer programmer for a few years, I'm probably just going to leave here for about a year and then just live in the woods. Maybe not a year, but definitely a month or so. And just live and just get a fishing pole, grab my 12-gauge, and just get some get some meat get fish. get yeah search, and I'm gonna fish the deer. <laughs> it's gonna be sweet, and you know cut my own wood, build a little cabin. So you know, there are yeah. certain just wholesome things that you think about. What would be like your fun to think about? What's your like dream vacation? My dream vacation is probably that. That just getting away, dude. Just checking it out, or at least like maybe like something to do with the nature. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't care much about. Paris or anything. I don't really understand why people. You should go to like um, somewhere in Europe that would have cool, or like go to Iceland. I yeah, Iceland seems sweet with or, all the uh, nature. Or go out to like um, Oregon. Or Arkansas. 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 Arkansas is gonna be dry. But if you got to like Oregon or like Wyoming, it'd be really cool to see the desert too. I've never seen a legit desert. Go to Death Valley. Death Valley. That'd be cool. But I mean, with our last album spend, being, spend a week in Death Valley. yeah, just chill out in Death Valley for a little while. Well, that's something I really want to do. I want to go to one of those national parks that's like out in the middle of the flipping desert type thing, mm-hmm. and then just sit out and look at all the stars at once. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's in the song "Peaceful Easy Feeling." That I want to sleep. Dude, we're I gonna see the Eagles you. live. Dude. They play oh every night gosh. in the desert when it's only clear, though. Only when it's clear at night. Nah, at they sing moment, peaceful, easy feeling. Over the, over the people. Yeah. 
but no, nah, yeah, it'll be cool to see the Eagles live for sure. Oh my gosh. Because we're so... we're planning on doing it in April, I think. I might get my tickets soon. Yeah, I gotta I buy mean, tickets gotta for that, and we gotta buy tickets for Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine. Guy, how do you feel about Episode Nine? Have you heard about what they've been doing in the production process? Well, what do you mean? So how they screen tested it with uh, three separate cuts of the movie to try and figure out how to end it. You didn't uh, hear about that? No. So it might the YouTube video sounded like it was it knew what it was talking about, but it could have been false. But it really seemed like it. So and it makes sense too, because it's the final video or final movie. But basically, this video was saying that they had, or um, what was the name of the director? J.J. Abrams and Kennedy, Kathleen Kennedy. They cut a version of it with the footage that they had, and they had that done. Then they brought George Lucas's George Lucas made a cut. They had George Lucas come in to make a cut. This is what the video said. No and then they way. had Bob Iger, the CEO, make a cut. And then they screen tested all three of them, and George Lucas's version scored by far the highest. So clearly, he didn't do something that the other ones probably did that was probably stupid because that's i feel like that's the only thing a stupid ending would bring down the rating a lot more i I can't believe that they would bring george lucas on to make a cut of the movie yeah but it's possible it's possible but either way they definitely did bring in george lucas to talk out some things at least that much yeah well he was on the set of seven i remember that yeah but i don't know if he really helped out did he he was just like well this just is crazy but yeah with episode nine i like chewbacca I don't know. The Rise of Skywalker. Who do you think the Skywalker is? That's the question. I don't know. It just was so, like, the, the, I was, like, kind of okay with it, watching the trailer. But then at the very end when Ray has that stupid-looking, flipping, like, two-edged lightsabers that are both oh, going and up. Oh, she's evil, she's and she's it, like... And then it switches over, and it's like, like a flipping switchblade. That was so stupid. I hated that. It looked really weird. <laughs> they were, you know, it would have been, it could have been cool if it was a single blade, but then she did something, and then that was able to make it so that the second blade came out the other way. That might be cool, because then it would, the double blade thing, when it was both next to each other, that was just silly time. It's I like, couldn't look at here's that. Here's my lightsaber. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> don't get me excited. <laughs> kind of, it's really stupid. What? Flip is that? Because just because it's different and new, oh my! It looks like the. It reminds is that a little me of the mushroom. <laughs> it reminds me of the little monster that the one guy made, of um. The humunculus. Yeah, the humunculus. Get a Russian Bible. <laughs> That's what it reminds me. Of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nasty blood stain. Boys on, boys on. Thanks. Out of soap. <laughs> Kill him. What were we talking about, Skywalker? Would you, uh, how would you feel about going on a cruise? A cruise? You're well, hold on, hold on. Who's a Skywalker? Do you even care? Jar Jar. Jar Jar. It's Jar Jar Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. It's probably just going to be like a Force Ghost guy, and he's like, 
you are going to carry on the Skywalker name. And they're like, yeah, we are going to do it. And the movie ends with all of them standing at the edge of this freaking thing. And it's like, guys, we did it. Skywalker Academy. And then everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to, and then it's like, now we're going to set up the Star Wars anime. And then everyone's, it's got like the next freaking time around. It's going to be like, I don't know you are. It's It's Skywalker! <laughs> it's gonna be like Skywalker! And then it's gonna be like these kids are running down the freaking hallway. And then the teacher's gonna be like this is Skywalker! And then they're gonna go no, so the, this is a follow-up show. They're gonna okay. be like And then they're gonna stop and they're gonna go what? And they're gonna be like Skywalker, quit using the force! And he's gonna go that's going to be the freaking anime. They're going to have like a 500 episode Star Wars anime at Skywalker Academy. That's how I think they're going to make I'd buy this. the body pillow. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, dude. It'll go far when they add Jar Jar. Well, I think the Skywalker, if, if, if it's cool, the only way it's going to be cool is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. is if they had Anakin. Because if they... Anakin? Yeah. Imagine if they brought Hayden Christensen. He wouldn't do that. What? They wouldn't do that? He wouldn't. Oh, he wouldn't? No way. They've been talking. He's been um sort of involved in some Star Wars like talks and stuff, I've heard. Yeah. That's what some YouTube stuff says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Everybody's talking. <laughs> yeah, but no one's listening. <laughs> Here's the deal. YouTube can chatter all they want, but I'm not going to deal till I see the platter. So if they bring in him, then it'd be kind of cool. Because then it would wrap everything around. It would be start with Anakin. Big and circle. he would actually... Because he brought balance to the Force in Episode 6. Yeah. And then it just gave, became unbalanced again. It just went unbalanced again with, with Kylo. Well, well, maybe he's not considered a Sith. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, it's like, come on. It's like, I thought he fixed it. Man? I just want to. I just want to say for certain, though, that the Mandalorian is my Star Wars. I just want to say for. Have you seen the episode four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that one? It was good. It was pretty cool. Honestly, um, the least happened in that one, but it seems that they showed the character better, and they showed like they he's more the, human. They introduced the one chick. Yeah, bounty she's probably lady. gonna come back. Hope she does. Hope she did. Love her. Everyone loves her. She's so darn cool. You want to come on the podcast? We can. We can have hook you. you up. You can, There's a spot for you right here. Yeah. No, right here. Right. Right here. Well, I mean, that might be a little scary. Well, you know what? She'll. Here's love the it. thing, though, lady. I don't know her name. Wasn't it Gina? Gina Carano, I think, was her name. You sit right there with Sophie Bowen right here, <laughs> and we're good to go. Yeah. And we'll have a, a jolly good time. Kevin a wholesome Sor- time. Kevin Sorbo could be right here. He totally could, dude. And I'd like it. I will, if I saw Kevin Or, you Sorbo. know what? The horse. <laughs> Lucky. Lucky horse. Lucky lass. Lucky lass. We could have Lucky. So, uh, dude, we could have the whole gang. Let's just invite the yeah. whole cast. Would you want to... Uh, if you got invited to go to a cruise, would you do it? Yes. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. I'm kind of scared to go on a cruise, though. What's wrong with a cruise? I would be worried that I would get abducted by, like, Somalian pirates out in the middle of, like, international waters. It does happen. I wouldn't be scared, though, for my life. I would just be kind of, like, it would just be kind of awkward, you know? Because <laughs> when I get on the boat and I'm down there with all the other hostages, I would know that, like, when we get the phone call, 
that they're going to be gunning for me. Because, like, here's the thing. If I get abducted out in international waters, it's going to be like, the only person they get is me, right? Because it's like, I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to be saving people's lives, getting them onto the boat. And then I'm going to be the one who gets left behind. I'll be like, no, go on without me. And they, then it's like, they, they, mean, get, look, they get away. But we the can all is, disagree about certain stuff, but we all agree about this. That like Kyle yeah. is going to be the hero. Yeah. That's and, a guarantee. And you're welcome for it. But uh, I'm going to be the, the one person left. And then they're going to get me. They're going to bring me into their, their boat. But I'm going to be the only person they get from that cruise. But they've, gonna, they've gone around to all these islands and stuff. So they got a bunch of islanders in there, right? Right. So the second I get in the room with all the people and I look around, uh, I'm just going to know. And they're going to know, too. It's going to be unfortunate. But here's the thing. If you check in the like, late-time news, you never see late some time news. late-time news, <laughs> early morning news. When you tune in there and you see that white lady and uh, she's, she's dolled up all nice like and she's crying. She's reading and she goes, oh, my gosh, we need to go out there. They got Jamed. Doesn't happen, but here's the thing. They're going to say, they got Bill. We need to get him back. So when I get out in that boat and I'm in that room with all those poor islanders, I know when that phone call comes in that they're going to be asking for me. And it's just going to be, it's going to be awkward when I leave because I'm going to, it's going to be like this intense moment with all these people. And then I'm going to, it's going to be like the principal's office where I'm like, Kyle, come down to the <laughs> come down to the captain's office. The come down to the the cockpit. And I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out and then I'm gonna turn back and look at him and I'm gonna be like, yeah, freaking, what are you gonna do? But I'm so gonna you're, so you're you won't go on a cruise because you don't like awkward situations. Yeah, I just I'm just gonna feel bad leaving him behind because I know that they're going they're gonna be going for the Kyle. That's the widest name around. But these islanders. Is that your nickname? Who's out there helping them? Is that your nickname in high school? The whitest name around? No, that wasn't my nickname in high school. That was mine. Oh, was it? Yeah. I'm serious. Huh. I can prove it. Do you want proof? Because if you do. You'll be providing? It'll be, it'll be provided. That was actually, that, that's, that's a joke I have for my stand-up routine. Oh. I haven't got it really adapted yet, so, but I feel like it'd do well. Kyle told me recently Did. that he's thinking about, you know, if he ever gets the right situation, right area, that he'll probably go for a little bit of stand-up. I don't know. I feel like I can just try it out. Just go in a little club and say, I feel like hey, I can pull it off. freaks. You a bunch of freaks? Yeah, that's right. Oh, how are because you? Because here's the thing. We've been thinking about doing Kyle and me live. Thought about it. Um, And that so would basically just be you with props doing random crap on stage and i think that'd be a great time it would basically be stand up but mm-hmm. better and i yeah. have so i have a couple of jokes i want to do tell them you want me to give some of my jokes scream them loud all right well i have a just don't steal the, the jokes and don't go in the clubs and say these all right i don't know how i should deliver it though should i deliver it like i'm in a crowd or just say it just i guess say it well, right. deliver like you'll deliver. I mean, you gotta have the full effect. Right, so I'll be like, uh, you know, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of reading up on furries. They got me curious, you know, because I'm just wondering, like, what are the rules for a furry convention? Because they got all these people there, right? And they're all just like, they're they're. I I, I don't want to make like assumptions about the way that they act, but I feel like it would be kind of like a weird tension in the room. 
because everyone's like, you know that this is here, this is a kink thing, but we're we're all respectful of each other, it's and they're. Why? What do you mean? You refer to yourself kink. <laughs> what well, is it then? It's it's like it's a kink, my brother. It's not a fetish either. It's like a. Yes, it is. Like, no, it isn't. It's a flippin' like. It, it is, is for it is some sexual. Thing. It is for some people. But most people are like they're like. A furry is someone that likes the sexual yeah. part of it. That's what he's saying. And here's the thing. He was saying a furry convention. Yeah. They're not a bunch of like horny people walking around. Well, no, Connor. Here's the thing, though. They are, but they're not like they're not like going at it. They're not crazy. They're it's like a convention. It's like it's like guys, we're gonna come together and we're just gonna accept each other. We're gonna chill out. But you know that out of all the, if they like one in twenty, but that one dude who's there, if he's ready to go, there's at least there's a, there's one in twenty guys who is a, who is an animal among animals. You take off that fursuit and you see his slit pupil eyes. That dude is like a snake prowling. Dude, it, 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 it's a dangerous situation. That's what I got to say. And here's the thing. It's like, at least one in 20. At least one in 20. <laughs> and what I'm worried about is like, what are the rules for that place? Because like, can you bring a dog in there? Because I feel like that'd be like bringing a six pack to an AA meeting. And everybody's just sitting around. Like you bring in the dog and everyone's just like. <laughs> you know yeah it, it's it's like it's like a bunch of people are we, ta- are we thinking like, about yeah, the blind dude, people i, I mean know. come on it, it just feels it just feels kind of weird like how, how far can you push it i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but at what point does it become like too much right because i feel like bringing in a, like a nice dog a nice looking dog <laughs> it's just like a bunch of people I haven't had a drink in a while and they see some dude walking around with a nice ice cold cup and these people are there like ah damn <laughs> fine looking cup <laughs> I mean yeah, I get the true. distinction between being a furry and like weird like bestiality stuff where you're getting all nasty and freaky but, but it's a blurred line it, let's be honest here's the thing like that one in 20 there's that one dude who when he sees that dog coming in the room you never know. He starts shaking and quaking. Why do you think they got guards there? Because they're worried about too many dogs? <laughs> nah, dude. They're worrying about the guy who's just the one in 20. There's one dude who's just, he's hes more than happy. If a dog comes in. If a dog comes in. It's true. I don't know. True situation. It's just a, it's a lot to think about. It's creepy. So that'd be a good joke. It's not, I, think it I mean, it's not well. creepy, but it is creepy. That one in 20 is creepy. And the rest of you, I just don't understand. Not necessarily creepy, just ununderstandable. That one in 20, though. Creepy. Straight up. <laughs> Should get locked away. So I think that joke would fall pretty well. Yeah, I feel Probably. like I could adapt it. I think when you say, like, um, wait, say, say the beginning again. Like how you would present it. Uh, I'd be like, you know, these furries, you guys got me curious. I- I'm just wondering, like, you know, what are the rules? How far can you push it? Because, you know, like, there's all these people here and they're all chilled out. But there's that one guy who's just a little like he's into it. But when you got that many people, then your percentage goes way up. So you've got a couple of freaks running around in this big furry convention. And if you bring a dog in there, that's like bringing a six-pack to an AA meeting. Yeah. And these people just stop and they're like... That would probably be the kicker. It would be the six-pack in the AA meeting. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Any others? One in 20. Let's say a 20 one. 
Because I've already heard you say that joke. <laughs> well, Connor, I'm just presenting what's here. Well, present something else. Well, I don't know what else to say. Well, you're the joker. Well, yeah, I'm just since joking. we've been doing Beast Blasters, we kind of slip into a little southern. Like a, a southern accent for like the past four days. It's so addicting, first of all, and it's just a good time. We sort Secondly. of, especially when we're joking, we sort of go like beep up, and then we just kind of sleep it's right. Just how it's Listen, just, it slips right. I'm not out. upset about what's going on, but if I were, then you know I'd be upside. Look, I'm not mad. I'm just really, really weirded out right now. I know you're upset, but when that uptown funk courses through me, and you know that I'm gonna be having to step when you start in. Up. You just funked up. When you start uptown funking up, you know I can't stand that. I gotta get right out I'm of just, that room. I'm just buckling the stunk, just and I'm just, stunk. I'm just getting ready for integrity. <laughs> Look at a circle and understand it's, it's integrity. integrity. We gotta go for it. I say that we. <laughs> Yeah, watch the recent Beast Blasters. Let's just bring it around and actually go for it. And actually go for it. (laughs) Now that, uh, I like to hear that. (laughs) Maybe it's his big toe. Enthuse. Maybe it's a long part of his leg. Maybe it's his temporal I think we're the most quotable people ever. Definitely. Definitely. Whoever lived. And we brought Clinton on the last Beast Blasters, and he did great. I think... I think you and I are probably a little better at improv, or at least like just come up with the funny well, he did have the, stuff. He, first but he had yeah. some really good. He was really. He threw it. He yeah. th- he threw in that freaking uh, that baseball player. That was a good line. Yeah, that was and his, uh, He's got. He's really good at it. What else did he have? The choking scene was great. Yeah. Yeah. He came good. up with. I don't have to pay for this, right? He came up with that. I yeah. I thought I had said that though. You did. I thought I told him to say. I don't remember. What else did he come up with? Um, the line later where he's like, uh, oh, you know what my, cause I don't think I'm okay. Yeah. I think we all came up with that one sort of, I th- you I, did. I, thought, I, I said the first one, then Kyle said another one. But one of my favorite, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you both came I up with it. But my favorite one, one of my favorite things that he did was when I was explaining the plan with the screecher and, um. You know, I was like, I'll speak it slow, but not too slow or whatever. And I just, like, tell the plan. And then you're like, okay, that is a plan. And then Clint goes, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> it's just really, yeah, and then it just cuts. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> as soon as I heard that sound, I was like, phew. Ah! <laughs> as soon as I heard that sound, my I hurt. My ears were red. <laughs> yeah, that was a good episode. The hunting wasn't quite as funny as the talking part. Or like, don't pull your gun at me. I'm about to. <laughs> Just a good time. Wholesome time. I haven't heard the screecher, but I have yeah, heard, heard about, about it. it. <laughs> I, I don't go about I go about it. <laughs> it's just a diagram. Come on. <laughs> See, the, the fun part about the Beast Blaster stuff is that we have like a very vague idea of what to do before we start filming. Like actually press record, and so we kind of get it going. And if we don't burst out laughing, then we take the take. And the thing is, we come up with stuff all the time. And so if we were kind of smiling a little bit the whole time, because if we redo it again, the delivery is never as funny. Yeah, after, it's never after funny. Every single scene we laugh. Yeah, every that time. Flipping, every that flipping that flipping scene though, where it goes back and forth between them and me. That's the funniest scene. It's so good. When it pans back to me and I'm looking directly into the camera and smiling, like, ooh. Yeah. I love the Pokemon little line there. Like, yeah, I've been beast form. And it goes back to me, I hope to God it doesn't do that. (laughs) I never take before that, but 
laughing. Yeah. It's one take where it's like, when that when that thing uh, evolves. Yeah. Into boss mode. <laughs> boss mode. <laughs> yeah, boss mode. Straight up. It was so funny that you guys decided to to bleep out dart. Because we were talking about, well, he's got a dart gun. Dart gun? Dart gun? Dart gun? Dart gun? Dart gun. Dart gun. Dart gun. It's like at least six times. And then just, I haven't heard of any darts or something. I've never <laughs> seen a dart before. Yeah. And the darts bleeped out too. Classic. Uh, it could be freaking anything. Yeah, there is almost. I've never seen a dick before. Yeah. It could definitely work. It was just funny. Precious. It's even. It's just funny though. Even if you you don't really know yeah, what to fill the gap with. The there is one beat that I like totally fluked up where it sounds like he's saying pooping. Yeah, you hear it, like, and you hear the F L sometimes because the way that we film, the um the bleeping is just we say the word floop in place so that we just always know and it starts with F, so we always just know that that's where we should so bleep it, and so if you have. And you bleep it, it 100% sounds like the F yeah, word. It's so, so funny. And it's just a good time. You could say ducking also. Yeah, but the F, you know, the F, but man. But it also, it sounds, it, sounds like, it sounds more weird because it sounds more southern if you say it like with a D. Like I know. Any, any vowel, like not any vowel, but like any letter before that sounds freaking weird. But it's also yeah. it's still funny though. Yeah. We could also just swear. I don't like swearing, well, but the thing Kyle is that, and I'm sure Clint is fine with it. You guys probably could. I'm not going to. Though. Well, it's also like monetization problems. Yeah. If we want to go. No, I mean, like, you could actually swear and we could bleep it. Yeah. We don't have to say flute, but, you know. I think just, it's funnier if we do. Yeah, it is, for sure. But also because if you don't have a, if you, um, if you have a, like a, if you don't want to bleep out something, you don't need to. Hmm. <laughs> Because if you actually swore, then you have to bleep it out. Yeah, that's true. So. True. Works out. Works out pretty good. It just works out good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. That's just the episodes on the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's just the episode. Yeah, you see all the episodes of the episode. <laughs> was that me or you? I forgot. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Every then, single Thursday. And then I go, yeah, the episodes is yeah, the, the episodes. episodes. <laughs> Well, hell, hey, May. <laughs> oh, man. I'd say, like, every third line or so is really quotable in Beast Blasters. We're powerful, honestly. Yeah, we don't even plan it out. It just happens. You know See, when we were filming the last one, though, it felt like a dud when we were doing it. It felt like none of it was going to be funny. I but felt, it. I felt like there. I felt like it was fine, honestly. But it ended up because especially great. since I'm the editor, I know what is gonna go into the final cut. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, as long as the video footage and the audio isn't garbage, yeah. this is gonna be good. And it was pretty good. Yeah. Especially because I've done, we've done Kyle and me, so many times, and it's basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. But like these classes is much funnier because we have more people. Yeah, and, and it's just a funnier premise too. too. Kyle and me is more of just like a weird. Like, Kyle, Kyle and me, dream. Kyle and me is created out of necessity for content with a lack of anything else going on. So I just have to make like watching Kyle and me. I feel like that's something that you would do either if you completely understand what's going on at Flip Entertainment, or if you're like a prisoner in Alcatraz and you have to be punished. For what you're doing, they do that, and then they play like really weird instrumentals for hours. I just like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> and then it's just like, oh, hey there. It's Kyle and me. No, yeah. And you go, it's Kyle and me. Which one? The, the season one? Yeah, like probably like a week ago. And I was like, how did we actually make this? It's bad. It's nothing like the content that we make now. Yeah. It's only a year ago. It's not good. It's, <laughs> it's insane. No, it's, it's two years ago. Uh, the first season. Yeah, first season. Yeah. You were filming it. Yeah, but that ago. moment when I smashed the flipping wet bread explodes everywhere. That's flipping funny. My favorite for a season of Kyle and me is definitely Towel Tussler, though. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, the audio is terrible, but um, um, I don't know. The way your hand moves sometimes is so funny. <laughs> the way that you like grab stuff and you're like the way you were trying to get the um the towel oh, out yeah. of it, and you're like, <laughs> that was just good. That was a good one. And um, when it cuts from something else to like. And this is <laughs> like out of nowhere. And this is the other competitor's product. As you can see, it just doesn't work. <laughs> and then Connor's just like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should talk about the uh, the island in the kitchen about the new Kyle cooking. What do we mean? Oh yeah, we're we're getting an we're getting an island Making in a our Kyle kitchen, cooks video? and we're gonna make Kyle cooks. Yeah, like an and I'm gonna go. Okay. I want to. funny. I I want to wear like a like an apron and nothing else, and then he has to blur my ass. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna blur it. You're not going to. I'll still do Why it. Why not, dude? Wait, what if I wear my maid? What if I wear my maid outfit? We don't have to, but we should. I want. I went to. I went to um, Walmart and I bought myself a ten dollar maid costume, which I've worn twice, both for jokes, um, and now they were funny. I'm pretty you good. Out, you come out in your live show wearing a maid outfit. That'd be great. <laughs> like, I went on. I was gonna go on. And yeah. Are like, oh, you guys are here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um. Uh, I I went on Amazon. I wanted to get like a nice quality one, and after like ten things down, I was like, I can't keep looking at this stuff. <laughs> it was like it was. Well, all, did the models? Did they have people? Did they have? People they had. In them? They had people in them, and it was like <laughs> a lot of straps. <laughs> and I was just like, I feel I can't look at this. Too many chests, yeah, I need, yeah, <laughs> I need a, I, I need like um, I need like a representative of Floop Entertainment to go through to that for forward, me. Yeah. I need what I really need is an assistant. Out of the three people that work at Floop Entertainment, <laughs> no, dude, I just need the, I need to hire someone. I need oh, to four kind of Clint's getting. I, I need to I need to hire a mature young lady to pick one out for me because I feel like a freak looking through there. Just like seeding around through made outfits. Food entertainment. What a project. Well, you know. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we're doing it. Uh, the one year anniversary. It came almost a little while ago. Yeah. That was like six months ago, man. I we started in March thirty first, twenty eighteen. I thought it was April, but yeah, I think it was March. We, that's when we started. Well, that's hey, when we made uh, the happy channel. Happy belated birthday to Sleep Entertainment. Yeah. That's good. That's crazy. Sleep Entertainment. Sleep Entertainment is almost. Yo, I yeah. just want to say, where are you at? Definitely a year and a half. <laughs> Still, we got 87 subscribers. Yeah, We're good. Like 4, views already. Yeah, That's decent watch powerful. hours. Honestly. For like uploading like twice a month. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> it ain't bad. The only, YouTube pretty much only rewards um, really uploading every day. At least 10 minutes of video. And That's why if you did like a podcast every day like most people do. 
a podcast every day would be good. I mean, it wouldn't be good for us, but it'd be good for the channel. I wouldn't want to do that. Ugh. Ugh, gosh. It would just be podcast, man. Like, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I was watching them literally this morning, and I was looking at their stuff that they have to edit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because with each video, that's a couple hours of editing. You know, that's they they have a pretty big production team going, and that's just and but they keep entertaining. They they're still so entertaining. Behind the scenes photos is insane. They have like eight cameras around that one desk. Yeah. It's insane. And it's it looks good, and it's a really good show. It's still so entertaining. Yeah. It's it's professional. <laughs> See what's what was cool about Rhett and Link is that they they never went into the vlog way of things and never went into like making it about them. They it they made it about the show and just like producing a show right away and it totally worked out for them because YouTube started with the whole like above ten minutes thing or whatever right when Good Mythical Morning was getting good or big whatever and so. Good Mythical Morning was getting, yeah, they seem a little stagnant now. Like they are, they kind of hit a wall, but the wall, dude, is success. You know, I think they've actually gotten past that. Like in the in the past year, I think they've gotten past it because what happens is that their videos are getting like four million views every video. Yeah, it's insane. Like they are. The amount of money that they're pulling in must be insane. YouTube paid them like a ton of money to make their show bigger. Yeah. That's why they have. And they had Buddy System too. That was YouTube original. And yeah, GMM. Yeah, the YouTube paid GMM to make like four videos a day or whatever. They probably got so much money. Definitely. That sounds nice. They're probably rich. Renlink. Yeah. It's a successful company right there. Not a lot of YouTube companies have done that. Because you have to take the risk and just quit your job and just go for it. There's there's so few that, like, what's something that I like? Rooster Teeth's the original. Yeah, Rooster Teeth, too. They aren't, like, they aren't as big as they used to be. Yeah. I mean, they, do, they mean? do the same thing they, we do, they, have, they, they have, have the one well, they had, channel. Well, they had, like, that huge cut of people and stuff, but uh, I don't know if that was, uh, I don't know what caused that exactly, if that was monetary or just, like, uh part of the the like they signed some of their company away to some other thing so but that was a long time ago so i don't know if they're doing well on money or right now like what the status well, is on that i don't know well you ever yeah. you know the the channel rooster teeth is well smosh just, did um, die and then they got rebought by uh by red and link yeah yeah they bought them oh, yeah. but um with rooster teeth i don't know do you like going to their channel and watch stuff no, i don't, I don't like it. it's because they had they just basically have they do what we do they just have like a ton of different kind of content and they just toss it all on there, yeah, yeah. and it's not. I don't like that very much, you know. I watch that to just like chill out. They're pretty cool guys. Yeah. And girls. And girls. Their podcast, RT podcast or whatever, I guess is pretty cool. I don't know. I don't like the people very much. I do. do so, I do. I do so many. I like different, Gav. Like, cool. I do so many podcasts now that I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. What What are they, What are they mostly about? Let's see. Just about chilling out Current talking. Events. I just listen to comedians for a while because I feel like 
that they have a unique perspective because anytime that you're a comedian you have to be like to make jokes you have to be thinking about what's going on around you so anytime that you have like a good comedian they're also a good thinker definitely so it's like a good comedians are always it's a different it's a different outlook and so i just like listening to different comedians and their take on stuff for sure they're always very smart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because making sense of the world through humor that ain't no easy task no sir yeah i feel like um pretty much anything that make to do anyone that does anything creative they're automatically pretty smart anyone who isn't smart is weeded out pretty quickly in the creative world yeah i also just feel like the people who i know right now i'm just surrounded by people who i feel like need to have an outlet like that i don't know i feel like yeah i feel like we're so lucky to have this opportunity um and i mean there's so many times where like i know that i am a freak in my in my heart of hearts, I know that I am a little, I, I'm like a little nasty goblin guarding my Nazi gold. But in my heart of hearts, when I'm laying in bed, wait, explain what Nazi gold is, quick. The Nazis had gold that they made. They, they would like get gold. They melted down little coins and stuff, and they would hide it in from places. the Jews, or they would just they, they just, just had, had gold. They just had gold. Okay. Their Nazi gold is a thing. And they had like little Nazi coins and stuff, but that was just like that was just normal currency. But they had Nazi gold, yeah. Huh. But um, anyways, I I just feel like I go back and forth between looking at my social life and being like, I'm a flipping like weird freak, and everybody who I know, they're like they're enjoying their youth, they're just doing the typical kid thing, and I know that I can't fit into that. But at the same time, it's like. I don't know. I feel like I'm the most normal person I know so many times. I can see because why it's always that. like the rationalization of what my actions are, and then looking at people doing other stuff. It'd be one thing if it's like I don't understand what you're doing, but I get that you have a reason for it. But so many people do stuff for literally no, no reason, reason at all. Yeah, and that was like the number one thing. Like when I when I was going into my because my new fear, my old fear that I talked about earlier was. Um, and had the people I know becoming strangers to me, my new fear is stagnating or realizing that I have done that. When I when I look back over the past five months, and I'm like, I haven't changed at all. I feel like I've failed. I want to always be improving. And yeah. um, I feel like the people that I know, they just don't do that. And yeah, well, um, people don't really... It's I'm not really taking a high horse here. It's generally true. Yeah. People don't really think about stuff. You know, They just kind of... Yeah. They have these goals, such as getting a relationship. When people are single, they get so angry. Yeah. Um, and like getting a job or whatever, having a family. You know, there there's just those basic goals, but they don't really think about it. You know, they don't think about their place and and yeah. their relationships or socially or with what they do. You know, and a couple of years ago, maybe last year or something, you said something about wanting to always have a reason for what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, like not just doing. And then, but like, if someone were to ask you, why are you doing that? You would be like, because of this is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I think that's a very good thing. Because if you don't have a reason for what you're doing, you know, humans aren't that rational. Yeah. But having a reason for what you're doing certainly brings some rhyme or reason uh-huh. to what you're and doing. And it's also like, if you want to make sure, sure that you are acting in a way that is like, because most people aren't like in the way that they think. I feel like everybody is, people are stuck at like, they are jerks that want to be good people. 
So when you think about what you do more, then you're thinking about what you want to be and not what you are. Because I feel like so many people, especially young people, are just like so confused and they're just like, oh, I freaking I do what I want. But when they stop and think about what they do more often, then and they come what out they with- they are. Yeah, they, th- they come up with uh, a better outcome. Because I feel like everybody's a, a cool yeah. person. The whole know? question of identity is a big thing. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out, you know? Yeah, I think I think identity it, it sort of is what you do, you know? Because what you do is a direct reflection of what you believe, mm-hmm. you know? And so what you believe comes from who you are. And who you are is your identity, you know? And so... If you want Jordan Peterson, the psychologist, he talks about this, about um, when you want to know what someone believes, don't look at what they say, look at what they do, you know? And I think that just has a lot to do with identity, you Mm -hmm. know, with what you are as a person. Yeah, but I also, I don't know. And so getting that straight. I I don't also get pinned down by people's actions too much because I feel like so many times... um. At least in my past, I've done stupid stuff, but not, I don't know. It was always that, like, the mentality of, like, you judge other people by their actions, but you judge yourself by your intentions, Hmm. you know? So I feel like, I don't know, I just want to understand. I I feel like everybody has so much more in common than they want to admit, and everyone's looking at each other's differences, but... That's definitely true, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I also don't want to judge people by their mistakes. Yeah. You know, because I'm always looking like whatever people do is in the past. There's so many people who I know who are literally like the biggest jerks to me or have been like the like some of the most negative people in my life. And I still have like, I don't know. I have faith that things will be better one day. You know, and it's either. But having that mentality of like it'll just work out. Is how I got over that whole fear of like being stranger, worried. Yeah, yeah the, the whole stranger thing. It's just like the people who are going to stick with you are going to stick with you. Yeah. And I, I know that I'm always reaching out to people. So if anything, if, if I'm having relationships with people and they're, you know, just kind of like fizzling away, that I know that it was just like, you know, we're all changing right now. We're youth growing up and we're changing so quickly that, you know, people just change in different directions. And if it's not meant for me to be a part of their life, then, you know, they can do their own thing. Yeah. But I always want to, I always want to have people know that like I'm, I'm on their team. I want to support everyone who I know. I want to always have like, and I always want people to think of me as being someone they could go to for help. And yeah. I and I never ever again in my life want to have people be like, Kyle is dumb for this reason. He did this dumb thing that I freaking hate. Yeah. I don't do ever. You, I don't ever want to have, have someone you think have that. Reason yeah. for what, and people should see that you don't do things for no reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to. I want to have confidence that if people have a problem with me, that it is because of something going on with them and not something that I did that was a failure. And every time that I, if I ever realized like I did something, I flipped up, I'm immediately like, I gotta be right away. I have to apologize because I felt like for so long I was failing. I, I didn't have the quality of like, I should be quick to apologize right away. I should be quick to forgive and I should be slow to being upset. It's in the Bible. Raise to praise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And anyway, you want people in your life that 
want the best for you. And you're mm -hmm. talking about not wanting to be the guy that, or you wanting to be the person that people go to. Yeah. And that would be, that would fit that. I just want to, I just want to help people out because I, I, it's also like, there've been so many times in my life where I wish that I had somebody who would do that for me. Mm -hmm. It even happens now all the time. I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah. That, that taking weird, like, on that attitude um, mm -hmm. If everyone did it, it would certainly be a good thing. I think that's one of the steps of uh, being an AA, to getting over like uh, substance abuse, is to help someone else out. Yeah, it's being each other's sponsor. Yeah, yeah, it's being like the most selfish giver. For that, sure. At least that that was that was it for some time. It was just like, I can't deal with my own problems. Well, so even in the I song, be able to help someone else out. Even in the song, lean on me. When mm -hmm. you're it's it's kind of funny. Um, he says, because lean on me, because it might take some time or whatever before I need somebody to lean on, mm -hmm. you know? And so just, it's sort of like, let's lean on each other, you know? I think that should sort of be the deal. Because obviously, before the podcast, you're talking about, you know, one tower leaning on the other. But, or one, let's not say tower. One one thing leaning on the other, you know, it's going to yeah. not be good. We, the dependency when mm -hmm. the other one doesn't need the other one it's not a good yeah thing. well that, that's just or a, that's, it doesn't think it th that's right. a model for friendships but i also feel like i i felt that way a lot of time during like wanting to have like actual like a lovely love relationship love. was that love. i was more de i was more love. dependent on those the, like how those people thought of me than they did of me and i realized that that was a big blunder because you i i think that relationships should start as friends and it should carry on as that. And friends aren't like, friends are two people moving ahead. They're not two people like looking at each other like, oh man. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. That's what that's was uh, C.S. Lewis. I'm actually writing a song, um, about walking through a woods, and it sort of reflecting in the sun rising and going down, and that reflecting life. And at some point, the paths meet, but you still walk along with each other. You don't, you know, the two paths meet between like the narrator and like yeah. the, the girl or whatever, Everybody's and you don't just their, chill out. You just you keep going. You know, they got their little different paths. Yeah, and it's slightly different. You know, it'll be different. Everyone's got them, everyone's got their little differences, but the but truth is, you gotta be. We're all going. We're all we got this in common. We're, we're all, all going to the end. We're all running. We're all we're all sprinting to the end. We're all gonna die. Right to hell. <laughs> I said yeah, I, I sent it. a freaking uh, uh, um I sent a freaking good night rhyme the other night that was so funny to me. This one girl, she sends out every night. She's like, "Good night" to like tons of people. Yeah. She sends out streaks, and I always feel like inclined. If if people tell me good night, I never maintain streaks. I don't really even understand that, like why you would want to do it. But me neither. I I feel inclined to say something back if someone says good night to me, because that's so rude to not say anything back. I feel mm -hmm. so. I usually just come up with some stupid thing, and then I, I was like, "Good night, ma'am." I sincerely wish you well. If you don't have a good night, I will burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your way of snapping is so funny to me. Sometimes I'll just, like, send a stupid video just to get you to send it back so I can show other people your sense of humor. Because it's really, no matter if I send something stupid, like, like there's this corner on a wall and I was just showing the corner and then I like moved my hand into it so that this right angle part would fit into it. Yeah. And I sent that to a bunch of people and you're the only one that sent something funny back. Everyone else just sort of like 
either nothing yeah or just <laughs> it's a, that's what everyone does to me too everybody yeah. leaves me on red constantly they never say anything See, back what i think it is though or... is that they just don't know what to do yeah because they want to like top it or at least equal what you did because it's no it's no fun if they send something really funny and then you send something like just like kind of stupid they want to be funny too i'm so always they just probably i'm always respond. looking up the ante yeah Anyway, so we got into all that because we were saying that we're thankful to have this outlet for yeah. creative stuff. Because we have, like, the Rushers do, mm-hmm. freaking podcast, just any other Ram crap. And having this creative outlet where, you know, any, I guess, issues or whatever, just anything that's going on in our minds, we're able to actually sort of put out there in some form, yeah, whether it's song, podcast. It's a real blessing, yeah. And it's just a good. And when time. we look back at the, when I look back, because the year's almost over, it's coming to a close. Yeah. And now I'm a man, and when I look back at uh, this whole crazy journey we've been on, you know, I feel all the better for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for the for the future, the next twelve years. Yeah, <laughs> for the, for the contract to <laughs> to close out. <laughs> Food well, entertainment is a good thing, that's for sure. Just until for I die, at, at until I die at thirty. Right. That's go true. Out in the oh, that's right. That's right. You're going to thirty. That's your plan. That's my dream. <clears throat> it's your dream. Is it your plan or your dream or both? I don't know, but I know I want it. <laughs> Have you ever had dreams that like, um, that, that were like you felt like were like omens for stuff, or you felt like was like an inevitability? Not really. Like dream of stuff like that. But if I dreamt something, that could be interpreted that way. Yeah. I've had I've had some I've had some some weird dreams that came true. I had one, the one time I had a dream and I remember we were, it was a bunch of people in a car, but I don't remember who it was. And I was in the back of the silver car that was a convertible. We were driving down a dirt road at night, this like long whiny road. And I didn't recognize where it was. And I felt like we had just finished, like, I thought I was like dressed up. Like we were just finished like a dance or something. Mm. And I was in the back of this car with, uh, with someone I knew. And then at the end of the night, like like we were like drop someone off at their house and they thanked me, but I wasn't the one driving. And then for some reason it was like I don't remember getting out of the car, but we were both standing at like the end of the driveway, and then this person hugged me, and it seriously it felt more real than any other thing that had ever happened to me in my well, life. Was it positive? Yeah, it was just like it felt like so so much closure, and it was so it, it was like. I felt that hug in this dream, and it felt so real to me. And I can still feel it now. If I think about it, I can feel that hug. It was like one of the most palpable things I'd ever felt. And then I woke up in my room, and I was just like, "I got a hug, someone." I was just like, I, I, I just felt like, "Yeah, ah, damn it, that <laughs> sucked." Because it was so great, and then I wake up in my life, and I'm like, "This is terrible." But I always felt like, I don't know, I felt like. That was going to happen to me. Yeah. I was going to have this hug. And I was like, I, I just went through my day with like faith, like knowing, like knowing for certain. Like, I don't know. I felt like I had to continue an effort to make her like to talk to this person because the, of that dream. And it was so weird to place. But then one day out of nowhere, they hugged me. Huh. And it was very like obvious that it's like they don't normally do that. And it happened. And after that, I was like, well, I think I, uh, I think I did it. And now our, like, it just kind of like fizzled out. Uh, you know, 
but people changing, they go different directions. Yeah. And I don't I don't really know exactly um how that affected me like for certain, but I I know that there were a lot of things that happened through pursuing that that affected me in good ways. That yeah. was put uh dreams are a weird thing. Part of part of that part of me talking to that person was what in, was what made me feel like I needed to stop having people have any reason to dislike me at least in like uh in like a selfish way because you know it, it's not it's not like I can't believe this person doesn't like me I have to like make sure they like me but it's just like I, I don't want anyone to have like a reason to hate me because of like something dumb that I did or like right. something mean because yeah, because you know? a personality, someone not liking your personality or something—that's something else. But like yeah. specifically, like it was very, for something. It was to, very weird, and it yeah. was it, it was like the only time. There was only one other time that something like that happened, um, but that one was not as vivid as this. But I had I had a real like, I had a, I had a strong dream, and and it, it felt very like man, this is crazy. I, feel, I just feel like this is going to happen. And then it did happen. About the unlikability thing, do you, like, I noticed that, um, I'd say like 25% of something or something of people just like really don't like me, <laughs> but the other half like really do. Yeah. And so it's more like, I don't know. Do you ever notice that? Like for some, it's like a personality thing. Cause there's nothing I really do. I don't think. But it's pretty immediate. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll I sit well, down with thing, two strangers. The thing is, though, is that like I know how to get people to like me. Yeah. But the way to do that, I feel like, isn't conducive to creating healthy relationships. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because there, there's been so many times where it's like, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd felt like I could make friendships with people. But to start it off on a basis of like, I want to show people that it's like I'm on their team. But I don't know. Like. There's, there have been so many times where it's like I could start like a relationship with this person or it'd like be a, like a friend to them, but it would be like all their other friends, and I don't want to do that. I, I just want to be like, you know. Yeah, how do you I, – I get that completely. I noticed that but now, I But love now I've gotten so much better at it too. The like, individual connection between uh-huh. people is what's far more valuable than a good time with a group. Yeah. I tend to find – like I'll, I'll enjoy spending time with an individual or like a couple of people – um, all together for a long time, but I can't stand being in a group for more than a few hours. Yeah, well, it's just it's th- a it, weird it's attitude. That, yeah, among... it's that thing of like everyone's yelling over each yeah. other to oh, say man. something. Ugh, that's horrible. Yeah, when it's loud. Yeah, and I don't know. And also, I think it's just like I can't do it. It, it it's just like the the setting we're in, where it's everyone's acting like really childish, which is fine, but. It's like at some point, you know, I just want to chill out. Yeah. Maybe I'm just like an old jaded man. I got that no shave November. Yeah, we're just freaking hot. old boys. Oof, old boys. Almost over though. Pretty got close. The day after tomorrow. 24 hours. Wait, is it the. Come December. Yeah. Your boy's going crazy. Pretty close, man. I'm going to keep it going. Though. Well, I'm going to. You know gonna... what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm like, I noticed that. When we filmed the last Beast Blasters, mm-hmm. um, my facial hair was growing out pretty decently. Yeah. Like a f- couple more weeks than this. It actually looked all right. Like it was actually pretty filled in overall. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just going to go for it. Actually, I'm not going to grow like bring not. It together and I'm just going to bring it all around and actually go for it. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I'm not going to like go like beyond one and a half inches or something. 
but measure it. but I'm gonna just see what yeah. it looks like filled in, you know? Because I, uh, I think everyone's got to go for it sometime, especially yeah. at this point when the mustache is finally starting to connect a little bit, because that takes years. Um, boys man. become men. Yeah, and I just got it, because and also I have a lot of blonde hair mm-hmm. on my face. The black hair is pretty visible, but the blonde hair isn't. It's probably half and half. Mm-hmm. And so for the the blonde hair to be seen, it probably has to just get a little longer. Yeah. Because it has to get thicker. So I'm going to see what happens. Well, I'm going to get rid of it all. I'm going to shave completely, shave? and I'm going to get the haircut. Because I, I haven't cut my hair, Your hair since, uh, since we started it. And so now it's pretty uh, strong and long. And I actually um, I have very I curly I, I have very curly hair. Yeah, it's getting curly. Not unlike like uh like some of my cousins have that too, but uh, my hair's been getting too long, dude. I gotta cut it, dude. Yeah, gotta you gotta clip or clipping. De- I'm I, thinking I maybe. I gotta go and I, I gotta tell him, hey, 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 listen to me. Cut, it. cut it, cut it, cut it. I feel like I should have like some idea of what to do with my hair this time around though when I cut it. Like, have it actually have like. What would you do though? I have no idea. No idea. Because I'm, I'm so clueless to that stuff where it's like people people will look at me and be like, what are you wearing? You look like a flipping idiot. You look like a – you seriously look like you, you look like a sock. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to – I don't know what to do. There's, you look like a new diaper. <laughs> a, new, a new diaper. I don't know what to do though. It's literally like there's no guide for it. No, I, I mean, there's no clear guide. There's yeah. the, there's all the weird like no artistic guide. thing. There's no guide. You literally, you could literally just dress like a freaking hipster. Just do that. I'm not gonna dress like a hipster. What do you mean? Like flannel, jeans, and a jacket. Well, you gotta know. It, the thing is, the clothing is just a way to express, you know, to I'm express itself. And so I, whatever you think shows you, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I hate to, I hate to be that like, yeah, just be yourself, bro. But you know, it is true. Clothes is, clothes are definitely a way to like show what you are and you feel like expose myself. You feel, yeah, a way to expose yourself to the world. Because for me, (laughs) clothes are a way to expose. (laughs) <laughs> I like to expose myself sometimes. I don't know, like for me, for me, I've been going for a couple of years now. I've been trying to go a little more rustic. I think certainly, it, especially um, this last fall, man, I just went out and appreciated nature a whole lot more. Because it really is a cool thing. Looking at trees, man. Looking I had an leaves. idea for And so I just I had, got I some had flannels a... going and I'm just like. I had an idea for A northern accent, I had an idea for an I got to get a northern accent going. Northern. Smoking Amish. big doinks and Amish. I looked at a video where someone was ta- doing different American accents, and um, I don't know. I think the northern accent is one of the coolest. Makes you one of the good. coolest sound. Yeah. One of the cool, coolest. I, the I, the well, O's and O's are it's really funny, it's different. It's funny you're talking cool. about that rustic stuff, because the other day I was out appreciating nature, yeah. and I found um, something that I was thinking maybe we could uh, call our next album. What? I was out walking and I found. Wait, bleep it, bleep this out. Okay. Just put the mics away. So shit. I was out. I was out. I was out walking. And I I found two little acorns that were both connected and they met at the middle. These two little acorns. And then I found a tiny little blue feather, and I thought maybe we could call our next album "Acorns and a Feather." Acorns and a feather. And then yeah, we have, can. We can. And then just have the album. And just have the album cover just be two little acorns, a little blue feather. For sure. Yeah, 
I I think we can break away from the three word title now because we're not doing we're probably not going to release the album next year or anything. It might take a, like three or four years or something. Eight. Because Sa- <laughs> Samuel, because, you know, we were planning on, you know, maybe doing an album a year, releasing on August 7th. At least I was. Um, but I don't know. It's not enough time, you know, because it's really just stressful at that point, getting 14 songs that are actually okay. Like this last album, man, it was like, we kind of had to be recording a lot. And I finally finished like one of the songs a couple days before releasing, you know? And that's just no way to make an album. You know, it's it worked right. out. It happened to work out with A Perfect Desert, I think. Like, generally, the songs are just of a much higher quality. But, you know, just taking even an extra year and just working out everything. Just pumping through it, that slicing. That is definitely the way to go. Because music shouldn't be a thing of, like, let's just get it done. You know, it should be a thing of let's get this right, you know, Yeah. which takes time. Yeah, and Samuel's working now. When you, when you start working on a project, you're never going to be done. You're never going to, yeah, that's you an issue. But the thing is with the music is that I didn't even get it to a, I got it okay, yeah. you know. I want to call it good. Yeah, I say, I say good. song you need to have about three months per song. Yeah, because especially, like, it was definitely a higher quality at each level of the music, like the writing, production, playing, whatever. But it could have been better. You know, if I just would have taken even an, even one extra month on the production, yeah. it would have been better. Because generally it was good. The compression that I did, certainly, well, you think, I don't know if you think it. I think you, Kyle said that you think that the clarity of the instruments or whatever on the first album yeah was yeah. too much or well, that all, it was I higher all of them are just like it's just it just sounds too acoustic for me so i like everything to sound more like with um, just another tree the first album the instruments were very clear mm-hmm. clearly punching through oh, yeah. and i tried a lot more to it's battle like that with that. yeah exactly and you the drums were like just like it sounded like you were an inch away yeah. from everything and I tried to fix that with the per- I did it with the power of then sort of, but a perfect desert. I certainly compressed a whole lot more um, to make it all like more together. Yeah, and, and the reverb, the, the way that I did reverb, it's just a lot more together, you know. And even doing that much better, just trying and having some practice, it would have been much better if I would have just taken more time, you know. And so taking another one or two years to do it, and Samuel's working anyway. Yeah. Um, full time, and he said he'll definitely record. Just he doesn't. He works till what, like five or six every day. And he it's he doesn't want to spend the time that he has recording all the time, you know. So yeah, album coming out in a couple of years, maybe three, maybe four. Write it down. Write it down. Calendar. But don't it'll take, be August seventh. Don't take our name. It'll be August seventh. That's for sure. That's for sure. Fourteen songs. Good deal. We might, I don't know, I might not want to do the random one, uh, track 11. Well, we gotta. <clears throat> Should we? No. I think it's pointless. <laughs> We've kind of made our point. <laughs> I, think, I think 14 songs is crazy. Like too high? Way too many. I think it's awesome, dude. I think it's so many. It might be too many, <laughs> but it's awesome. It's a lot of content, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. Think John Lennon better. wouldn't release fourteen, huh? 
You John know, Lennon would do it. If John Lennon, John Lennon yeah, would do it. What about Don't Julian worry. Lennon? He's dead also. He's not. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. It's his John's son. son. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but... He the, made a song called... Uh, Too Late for Goodbyes or something. I don't know. I think 14 songs, good. like 45 minutes or so of music. I think that's... It's not 45 minutes. It's also, it was like an hour and 46. No, it was... In the first one. Huh? The, the first, first album was not an hour 46 minutes. No, the first album was like over an hour of music. No, it wasn't. It was like forty minutes. Dude, quit talking. Yeah, like a Spotify even says it. I think the first album might have been even um, thirty-eight. Yeah, the first album was thirty-eight. Power then was forty-seven, and then A Perfect Desert was forty-five. Um, which I think is just a good amount of music. You know, it's not enough, or I mean, not too much. Straight up. But I don't know. Maybe Bird. we could cut it down. I don't know. Just might, because it takes a couple, not eight. That's too little. That's like an extended EP. It's yeah, like, like an EEP. <laughs> Twelve, take it or leave it. Um, but I don't know. I guess for a couple filler on the last album, just getting rid of any fillers. But then we could just take more time to do it, and there wouldn't be any fillers, you know. So I don't know. They take Everybody's more time got their answer. filler. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, what we were talking about before, Floop Entertainment being a good outlet. Thank you, Flooper Troopers, for being there for us. All 30 of you. Well, there's only like five people still watching, and yeah. those people aren't really watching. And these thank you for watching one. this so far. And, you know, we just want to thank you for hanging out with us today. This is really just a cool time. I mean, I like it better in here than in the studio. I want to say, just I just want to say, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I want to make one thing clear: you owe us. <laughs> I want to let you. Owe us for I this just want to say congratulations. Okay? You're getting this for free. You're getting this for free, and you still complain about it sucking. Okay, <laughs> so shut up and give us money. Okay, shut up. Buy our merch. We released the uh, Perfect Desert album art as mm -hmm. a shirt. It'll probably look pretty cool. Maybe not. Just buy it, okay? Just buy Honestly, it. Honestly, you people are One all One little the milky same. tear. Uh, you all suck. I see you all in the crowd, and I think, why are we doing this? This is stupid. But anyway, buy our merch. One little milky tear. That little shirt, man. Buy that, that thing. stuff will save you. It'll we'll save you. Merch. We're going to make Beast Blasters mooch, merch. Mooch. We're going to make mooch sometime soon. We need to release stuff for Christmas, dude. We need to release Beast Blasters merch. Beast Blasters merch. It's got to come. I haven't seen we should the call merch, it but I have we heard call it about it. <laughs> we should call it Mooch. It's Beast Blasters Mooch. want some Beast Blasters Mooch. <laughs> yeah, thank you for watching. Should we sing We Kind of Know to close it out? We can. Let's, let's first just, uh, I just want to give a quick um, goodbye speech. Okay. For your 18th B-Day. Listen, guys, I just want to let you know, all you viewers out there, uh, <laughs> I want to let you know right now, guys, you're welcome. I know it's been a crazy year. There's been so much that's happened to you. When you look around the room, you're different. You are not what you were. And I want to say that I feel ya.
And I'm sorry about what happened. But right now, at this moment, you're listening to this podcast. You're doing okay. All right? You're welcome. All right, Kyle. Let's sing it. There's uh, sunglasses. Let's sing the song that everyone knows, that everyone loves. Everyone knows. Everyone knows this song. We kind of know it's a show where we kind of know. We kind of know it's a show where we kind of know. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Bye. Bye.